0: This is a conversation with Lily Polkey of Grinnell College and Matthew McDermott of Cornell College and you guys have been the summer interns 2018 at Iowa Watch. Iowa Watch has summer interns uh, to try to show them what it is to be a working journalist. We give them a capstone project or at least we work with them and they have to do a capstone project. You also have to do a couple of other things too, interview a journalist, learn about their craft do a news quiz, which can seem like a chore. But what I want to know is what you guys thought of the internship, what you got out of it. Lily, why don't you go first?
1: Sure. Um, I really enjoyed the internship. I think I got a lot of good experience. Um, I was working on a story about accessing health care for migrant farm workers in Iowa um, because a lot of migrant farm workers either don't have insurance or their insurance is only in another state because they're traveling around so much. Um, and I really, I really feel like a le- I learned a lot about the population as well as some of the challenges and about reporting in general. Um, there were definitely some challenges in terms of accessing people and making people talk to you when they don't want to. Um, but it's all valuable experience and will hopefully help me continue to work on my investigative journalism in the future.
0: Well, and you had a particular problem in that some of the people you were trying to talk to are workers who are working. So it's not easy to access them. And talk a little bit about uh, how you were dealing with that.
1: Yeah, so um I well, one thing I did want to do when talking to migrant workers is make sure that there was sort of um a, a middleman in terms of somebody who migrant workers would trust and somebody who they would or a way that they would know that i'm I'm safe and that it's it's safe to talk to me. Um, so I went to Proteus, which is a clinic that, um, helps with healthcare and job training and assistance for migrant workers and seasonal farm workers in Iowa as well. Um, and I I got to go to one of their clinics, well a couple of their clinics, and sort of sit in the waiting room and ask people questions. And um, it was it was it was really good. Sometimes it can be hard in situations like that as well because um, they're waiting for an appointment and then they get called away to go to the doctor or they're in a rush or things like that, but there were always a couple of people who were willing to talk to me, um, and so that was a good thing. I'm also, I also tried to go through some white pages Facebook routes, but that hasn't proven quite as useful so far.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough, tough chore, and I think that's part of the thing that people don't understand about journalism is how hard it is to get interviews sometimes. It seems easy to read the stories, but mm-hmm. putting them together is a little different beast. Again, this is an Iowa Watch podcast. I'm Lyle Muller, the executive director and editor for Iowa Watch. And Matthew McDermott, you had an interesting story in which you tried to find out if people could have a civil conversation about politics. Walk us through how that went as you were going up to people to try to ask that question.
2: Yeah, so the first time I tried going straight up to people was in... Uh, Fairfield, which is the county seat of Jefferson County. Um, I would say that went fairly well. The mistakes I made were not getting people's last names and there are even times when I would say you don't have to give your last name. Um, and, because, and, and
0: that's important, Yeah. right, right? And just so the audience understands, we try to get first and last names of people because that's how we identify people, yeah. right? And, uh, but you had good conversation.
2: Yeah, I had great conversations. Um, And I mean, I did that in Fairfield. I didn't get people's pictures, which in the end you need just to kind of have art in the story to put a name with the face. Um, But Fairfield overall was pretty good. After that, I went to Van Buren County and Van Buren County was uh, significantly harder than uh, Jefferson. Uh, nobody in Van Buren really wanted to talk to me. Or at least the ones you went up to. Yeah, the ones I went up to did not want to talk to me. There was one instance where I talked to two men, and even though I had quite a long conversation with them, they didn't want to be recorded, and they didn't give me any of their personal information, such as their name, age, or where they live.
0: And, again, we needed that for identifying. It's mm-hmm. it, the, the interesting thing, I think, about what you did, and you also went to Johnson County I and talked it. to people, three counties. But what I think is interesting is that here was this question, can you have a civil conversation about controversial issues in politics? And yeah. you ran into people who, one, didn't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Two, people who did. But you ran into some people who actually illustrated whether you can have a civil conversation yeah. without directly answering the question. What were some of those instances?
2: So, (laughs) there were a lot. Um, (laughs) So the Republican chairwoman of Jefferson County, I was originally trying to meet with her and then some of her fellow Republicans, and she did not want to do that in any way. She said that she was not going to reach out to any of the Republicans she knew, And even though she didn't want to meet with me, she told me over the phone that there was no way that they would be able to have a civil conversation over the topics such as abortion and women's reproductive rights. So even though I didn't end up meeting with her, she gave me a quote for the story and she really kind of laid out. What, how some people feel about, you know, a topic such as abortion, which was really helpful.
0: And so for both of you, you, you were talking about interview issues. Uh, how surprised were you that getting an interview for a story that seemingly would be in the public's interest was difficult? Lily?
1: Um, With my story, I don't know if I was particularly surprised just because um, some migrant workers are undocumented, for example, so there might be some... Um, you know fear in in that in that area about wanting to talk to journalists about wanting their public information out there um, and also they're just at work all day um, and so I, I, I didn't know if they would have time to talk or I didn't know really how I would get their information to talk to them so I don't, so I don't know if I was necessarily surprised that they were hard to access um, but I was surprised at how hard they were to access I thought I would be able to do it a little bit sooner um, whereas my interviews with migrant workers came pretty close to the end of the internship.
0: Stressful. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew, who wouldn't want to talk about American politics?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a lot of conservatives really do not trust the media, unfortunately. Some of the conservatives I talked to, they did say that the media is left-leaning, but overall I think that people In a way, they seem to be very over the political sphere of things in this country. A lot of people expressed disgust. They don't trust the politicians at the state or national level, and they've just kind of had enough. So I think a lot of people, when you come up and say, hey, I want to talk to you about whether you can have a civil conversation about politics they automatically are like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Or a lot of people laugh, too, because they think it's just like, you you think we can really have a civil conversation, that's ridiculous. So I think a lot of people got driven away by that.
0: I was describing to somebody an experience that you had with, with someone who said that... Uh, you're intruding on my privacy, my quit privacy. bothering me. I already yeah. told you, yes, we can have a civil conversation, do leave me alone, something yeah. to that effect.
2: Yeah, you're intruding on my privacy and my home. Yeah,
0: <laughs> very interesting. But, uh, you know, the work has to be done, right? Yeah. So I want to ask you guys, uh, what were the key takeaways that you learned about journalism during the internship? Uh, Lily?
1: Um, I think one of my biggest takeaways was sort of to try a lot of different ways of getting in touch with the people that you need to get in touch with if one way isn't working out. Um, because I kind of I, I, I kind of got rooted in reaching out to certain people to try to get access to some migrant workers to talk to. Um, and I sort of kept at them and they weren't really giving me anything and I wasn't sure what to do. But then I talked to one other person and she was like, yeah, here you go. Like, here's what we can do. Um, so I wish I had you know talked to that one person earlier Um, And just kind of tried out different ways of getting access to people earlier um, So that I would have had more time to to do what I've been doing more recently
0: Matthew
2: Yeah, for me, it taught me really to think more consciously as a journalist So when you ask somebody a question and they give you an answer as a journalist You need to go farther than just the question or the answer that they gave you so for example, somebody said that they couldn't have a conversation with a Trump supporter. They could have a conversation with the Republicans, but when it came to Trump, they can't. So as a journalist, I needed to go deeper into that question and say, well, why can't you have a conversation with a Trump supporter? Like, Why can't you have that? And can you give me an example of a time when that happened? So. Uh, being more conscious in that sense, and then also just being more aggressive. You know, when you interview somebody, you're in control, not them. So you should still be respectful, of course, but you are there to interview them. You need their information. It's crucial that you get that information to make the story more accurate and precise.
0: As you two leave the internship, do you have a 30 minute, or 30 seconds, excuse me, a th- oh, 30 minutes, oh my god, uh, long form. Do you have a 30-second commercial for the value of journalism, or do you hate this? I, I, you know, did, did we burn you out, or did, did we inspire you? Matthew?
2: Oh, no, if anything, this made me a lot more ambitious in my journalism career. I haven't had a ton of experience, but interning um, here this this summer was an opportunity that I am so thankful for. I learned a lot more about journalism, what I need to do, and where to start, you know, you start small and then you work your way up but I really did learn a lot of things that have made my writing and journalism caliber far stronger than they were before here.
1: Yeah, um, I, I mean, I really, I really enjoy journalism and this has definitely not soured me about it at all. Mm. It was definitely more challenging than uh, anything I've ever worked on before. Um, I've done a lot of reporting and work for my college newspaper. Um, and those stories are much easier, much simpler. The people are all sort of on campus. Um, I sort of have an understanding of what's going on. I know who my audience is, Um, and working with Iowa Watch, I've really had to sort of step back and go bigger and think about a bigger audience, and so that's been a really, really important and interesting experience. I've also never really done something so investigative. It's It's always usually been pretty clear what, Um, what I'm supposed to be writing about. So it was really exciting for that reason, too.
0: Lily Bulkey and Matthew McDermott, the people at Cornell and uh, Grinnell can look for you in the next year and see great things from you, and then you're going to graduate, and we'll all be looking to hear from you guys in the future. Thank you for doing the internship at Iowa Watch.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. This is Lyle Muller with the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, Iowa Watch.